0: Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory, Glory to you forever. forever. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. This feast that we celebrate, the entry of the most holy Theotokos into the temple, is the final lap, as it were. As we like to uh, in talk, especially the feast of the Theotokos, uh, we're always bringing in, no matter what feast it is, that this is. Salvation has come. It almost seems like we're just like that diamond with the different facets again. But the particular chaparia for this feast is that this is the prelude or the preview because this is the final lap before the Annunciation where the Archangel Gabriel will appear to the most Holy Theotokos with the Evangelion, the evangelism, the good word from God on high. It is, in this particular feast, hard to get away from all of the Old Testament images because they are throughout uh, all of the hymnody as this feast reverberates with God's covenant with Israel and what he did to prepare them, uh, specifically to prepare them to produce, uh, according to the fathers of the church, the most holy Theotokos, that she is the great blossom, the Fruit, the flower that comes forth from Israel, such that our Lord could be able to take flesh, blood from her and to be incarnate amongst us. This feast, especially as all feasts, but this feast I especially appreciate or see in it the theology, not only of course of the Theotokos, but how we ourselves can see our own ascent uh, into the Holy of Holies. For we ourselves are to imitate the Theotokos, and it is throughout this feast, uh, it is drawn for us, and especially in this particular edition of the icon that we have before us, there is throughout the Fathers, and they talk about the temple, which is then also the layout of the church. Uh, You have the outer courts, right, the narthex, where everyone is basically allowed to be. And then as you move in, it gets more and more restricted according to who has access. Such that uh, where the priests offer, there is where there's the outer court, there's then where Israel is allowed in, and then there's where the priests are able to offer the sacrifices. And then of course, there's the Holy of Holies. That is where the high priest goes in once a year to be able to atone for the sins of Israel, for the world. And it is in the Most Holy Theotokos, uh, this is not just her entrance into the temple, this is her entrance into the Holy of Holies. That is what the whole dialogue that we heard in the canon uh, in the eighth ode between Zechariah and Anna, because Zechariah has, has been revealed to him that this is the Ark of the Covenant. Right, this is the ark of God. This is the one who truly holds, will hold within her the commandments of God, right? The word of God, the true budding rod, uh, the manna from heaven, everything that is held within the ark. She is not just going to hold what God wrote on or what God made bud forth, but God Himself. And so she is brought into the Holy of Holies. That's why in this icon. She is up in the top uh, left-hand corner. She is being depicted in the Holy of Holies where she is being fed by an angel. Our own ascent into God is uh, that basic tension that we saw this morning in the Gospel Pericope, which was about someone who has great harvests. right? So what is he going to do? But he's going to tear down his old barns build new ones because he's got a bunch of stuff. And it is revealed to him that evening that he's a fool because his soul is required of him, and this is where our Lord tells us to not be rich in the world, but be rich towards God. The most holy theotokos shows us that the ascent to God, to be fed by the angels, to be in the very presence of God, is to Turn away from the world. That doesn't mean the things that we have to do in the world. That means the world as we find and find in Scripture. The passions, the powers, the lusts. The, let's just say, let's use 1 John here. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Right? That we are to leave those things out. This is where the fathers and they talk about, they have three layers of, of ways in which we move towards God. The first is praxis. It is the basic fighting against the passions, putting to death the stuff in us that keeps us from ascending to God. The second is then illumination. And the third, of course, is deification, being in the presence of God, alive, as Theotokos uh, on God himself, right? That there is, that she's being fed by the angels. This is our path, and it is, especially as we come to this particular feast, uh, a renewal for us to renew that battle within us against the world that so easily ensnares us, that entices us, and to move more fully into the realness, the depth, the beauty of God. Again, this does not mean an abandonment of the world of those that we love those that need our intercessions, because what does the Mother of God do? But as we've seen throughout all the eternity, she is the great intercessor for us because she is the one who has gone on before us right after her son. So let us continue to not only pray for the Mother of God, that we continue that ascent towards the Holy of Holies, towards God himself, uh, but that she will uh, pray for us in that ascent as we learn how to imitate her and her own life uh, so that we may become one uh, with God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.